Hello everyone, welcome to the Barefoot Project. Here I'm Shane Levesque, and here with me is Corey Richardson, uh, and we're going to talk about Family of Friends Farm. But first, I would like to talk about the Barefoot Project. Um, my idea of the Barefoot Project was to get to the roots of communities and find out what do we have locally. So, here today with Corey talking about Family of Friends Farm. Um, but first, I'd like to have him introduce himself. So, Corey, please tell me a bit about yourself, where you're from, your travels, and what you're currently doing. Yeah, sure. Um, well, we're sitting right now in the Hug Factory, which is where I sew custom luxury hammocks, and this is uh, in Moncton, New Brunswick, on St. George Street, and uh, I've been here almost two years. And... I've had the privilege to travel a lot. I started um, with a kayak trip when I was 19 and 20, paddling from Vancouver to central Mexico. And so that was a, a project called Max at School, Living an Adventure Novel. And so that was where I, um, I started journal writing and um, you know publishing uh, online through uh, solomax.com. So my adventures were... were uh, seen widely, I guess, maybe by 4 million people through that website, and uh, I got to tour with a slideshow to schools and festivals um, with poetic narration, and so that was kind of my, the beginning of my uh, pro professional career, I guess you could say, as as an art therapist, is what I like to call myself, and so I believe that if people use hammocks and hula hoops and they don't need a therapist you know if they if uh they do beadwork or you know journal writing and talking circles then we can all uh in community help each other to better understand ourselves and each other and so that's that's really my focus in life is to is to be a person that facilitates change and and uh, sort of a, a midwife to the to uh, to birth a, a new a new way of being, which maybe look a lot like an old way of being. Um, I like to call myself uh, a new indigenous. You know, the new indigenous is you know I'm from New Brunswick. I'm I'm uh, you know somewhat involved in in native spirituality like you are. You know, through sweat lodges and that sort of thing, but. To me, my religion is rock climbing and kayaking and and uh, just sitting in talking circles and feeling the spirit that way. Cool. Now, you have a brand new project that you're um, getting into, a Family of Friends Farm. And um, you have been talking about it and sharing this for a while now, but uh, um, please tell us uh, what it's all about. Well, my goal since I was 10 years old was to create a school that was more like summer camp. Uh, I really didn't like the school system. I, well, I still uh, think that it's very limiting, um, especially when the government is determining what people should be learning. Um, the, and the teachers don't really have the, the, the right to teach whatever they want to teach, or the, the individual communities don't have the, the ability to teach their own children, uh, what they think is appropriate. They have to teach what the government thinks is appropriate. So, uh, yeah, the, the goal of Family and Friends Farm is to create a, a center for egalitarian community development, which means uh, it'll be run by talking circles, which means even though that, uh, um, you know, I'm the person who's kind of uh, starting this project and uh, I, I don't really want to be the boss. I don't want to be the leader. And I'm really, it's really against my, my values to have one person tell other people what to do. When you come to Family Friends Farm, your mission there is to find your passion and, and, and do it. And if you don't know what to do, then help someone else with what they're doing, you know. So um, the goal is to create a, a center for entrepreneur gardeners, healers, artists, where they can share space, share tools, and really create a new economy that is built on what I call the love economy, you know, which we share because we love each other and we want to 
grow together as a community. And so it's, uh, it's, uh, the farm itself is a four acre property in St. Martin's, New Brunswick, that, uh, it's a beautiful spot. And the lady that owns the farm is, uh, is, is an amazing painter and, and gardener and just a really sweet woman named Kathy Dunphy. And she is, uh, living next door now. So the farm is empty and, uh, the hope is to move in there this summer so we'd be, be in there um you know starting things by fall um uh, we've been working on this for about two years now i mean i've for you know for a long time been looking for a farm and and you know having the right place to do it but um building a community uh around this is is really important so that that the farm itself is is really created through our own creativity meaning like we're not just looking for, uh, you know, a donation from a, from someone with a lot of money to, to buy the farm for us or just to go out, you know, begging for money, but that we would be able to raise the money to buy the farm through crowdfunding and um, doing something creative so that we're, we're offering something. In this case, um, we can offer uh, hammocks that we sew or we could offer workshops that people could buy as a perk. And those perks would be uh, purchased through uh, a website like Indiegogo. And uh, we hope to start that crowdfunding campaign at the end of uh, June. So in a couple weeks, we'll have uh, our website, which is uh, familyoffriends.farm, with all the bios of the different people who are involved in the farm. And uh, and there's already a Facebook page with lots of photos and videos all, all about that, too. Sweet. Um, so can you tell us more about what inspired you to start this and, um, when did it all start really? Well, we, we've been using the farm. Uh, Kathy's been very generous to let us use the farm, uh, for many different events. So, um, I guess like it's been maybe a year of actually going to the farm and having some, uh, some different activities there. We had a Christmas uh, event and we've just been gathering there to to have circles and to have dinners and and grow together as a community because it's all about the people and and people are attracted to this project not because it's just a beautiful place or you know that uh, you know where we really just want to grow food together but the people that are involved are, are are great people and that's what I'm 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 doing is I'm inviting the best people that I know to, uh, to, you know, work together to, to create something very special, something very unique. Um, and, uh, I don't want this to be just a, you know, an exclusive club or anything like that. This is actually a model to, that many people can, can look at and, and, uh, hopefully it'll just keep growing. This will be our first farm and then, and then we'll buy more. Or if other people think it's a good idea, then they can, they can create their own, uh, sort of family and friends farm project with their own group of friends. Um, but, uh, you know, these are the people that are being invited are not just people that I know, but, uh, people that, uh, other friends are bringing as well. And we just want to make sure that everyone that is involved is, is, you know, a trustworthy person. And, uh, you know, if someone isn't uh, cooperating properly, then then they they may be asked to leave. And uh, even myself, if I uh, if I become a jerk and you know don't treat other people nice, then I could be asked to leave. <laughs> you know, so it's like nobody's immune from this. It's the whole purpose is to to learn to get along and and to learn to share. So uh, you know, it is a social experiment. Um, it, we're not really creating a you know, a commune where people are living, uh, full time. It's more like a place where people go to have events, um, but also use it as a social safety net. So if you're between apartments or between jobs or between relationships and the wife kicks you out of the house, well, maybe, uh, maybe you can hang your hammock in the hayloft hammock hostel for a little while and get your feet back under you, that sort of thing. Nice. And it is all about the community and, um, the sharing, I find that everybody we all know, um, we all know so much, and we all have skills and tools, and and how often do we use those, and how often do we share them? But 
Yeah. Um, now you're you guys are building this in St. Martin's, New Brunswick, which is a beautiful spot. It's near the beach. Um, it's a nice little place. Um, a lot of nature nearby. Um, and even some caves and nice. Uh, there's a good history. Um, but what makes this place so unique? Um, to have this dream and why St. Martin's? Well, uh, being close to St. John is important. There's, mm -hmm. It's close to the airport, so we're going to have uh, guest speakers from around the world come in to, uh, to give presentations. And we want to serve people uh, like a youth hostel or a bed and breakfast, a uh, hammock hostel. So right now, there's a highway being built from St. Martin's to Funding National Park. And this farm is going to be in a key position to receive guests that are going to be traveling on that highway. Um, I'm also developing a Walton Glen Gorge as a rock climbing area, which is um, which is on that highway, that new highway. And I would love to do kayak trips from the farm to the gorge, and you know introduce people to a wilderness experience that would be unforgettable and. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I'm from St. John. I, I would like to be close to my my family there as well. Um, and uh, Kathy as well. Like, Kathy is a, is just such a, a great person, and she's kind of our, uh, our mentor there. So it, it just feels right. You know, when you're there, everyone that goes, you know, realizes that this is a special place, and it's a beautiful place. Uh, so... It wouldn't. I wouldn't be as interested in the farm if it was actually in, uh, like the middle of the province. Um, there is a, a another project similar to this called uh, the Fallsbrook Center, and it's a bit farther up north. But it's so nice being on the coast. Uh, it's just really beautiful, and and it provides you know a lot of outdoor adventure opportunities there as well. And like if it was just a farm, it wouldn't be as interesting i think for meditation retreats or for weddings for photography uh workshops or you know it just because of the location it lends to a wide variety of activities nice and uh, you mentioned that it this is a um a learning school a free school a place where people can go and and create and and share and um, promote. Um, so, um, this is new. I've never heard of any of this like this before and compared to other free schools, but what are you looking to make different in this place or differentiate, um, family or friends farm compared to other projects that you've heard of? Well, I mean, I, I, I said this is going to be an egalitarian project. Mm -hmm. And what that means is that, uh, that it's run by talking circles and uh, so people come together, whoever's at the farm. You could be a guest, you could be a member. We're all like family. You know, you're, there's not going to be, uh, well, we'll strive to not have a, a sense of us and them, mm -hmm. um, meaning the people that are there are going to be respected just like anybody else um, that has paid a membership or, you know, it's, we're all stewards of the place. Mm -hmm. And so when people become, what I call entrenched in positions, um, they have a sense of entitlement. They have a sense of, I've been here longer, so I have more right to it. And yes, people that are um, that are members, meaning they've paid the thousand five hundred dollars or sewed fifteen hammocks or whatever it is that they are, you know, uh, official member steward of the land. They they do get to use it. Uh, for free, you know, it's not for free because they've already paid their dues, right? Mm -hmm. But they don't have to rent it. When they host a workshop, they they don't pay to host their workshop. If their workshop is successful and they make money, then they would give a percentage back to the farm. And we haven't determined what that percentage is going to be. That's for everybody to, to come to some consensus on, you know? Um, or it could be a case-by-case -case basis. I, I don't know. But it, what the most important thing is is that we're deciding what the farm is as a group. I'm not 
making up all the rules as an individual and then saying, if you want to be part of this farm, you have to go by the rules that I created. You know, that's not egalitarian. That's, that's totalitarianism. That's a dictatorship. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm trusting that the people that I'm inviting to the farm and that my friends are inviting to the farm are, are people that are in it for the right reasons, meaning they know that this is about sharing, this is about uh, community education, we're all stewards of the place. We're not uh, here to own it. We're here to, to, to take care of each other and to, to see this, this project continue and, and be sustainable. So, you know, the, the real goal is, is, is to learn to share. And uh, that's uh, sharing our time, sharing our resources. So if uh, people, you know, we can also put into place some things that are going to maybe prevent people from getting too greedy, meaning... Uh, Let's say the kitchen has uh, what I call a spearhead, a person who's the leader of the kitchen for that week or could be even for that month. And, but each month or each week, depending on what this, you know, who's available, we want to keep that position changing. We want to keep new people coming in so that um, no one becomes like, the boss, you know, and, and that goes for whoever's managing the barn or whoever's managing the different spaces. Those spaces would be, um, managed by a, a, a circle of people. So that's kind of like a committee. And, uh, then that committee would have a spearhead who would be a member of the board of directors. But, uh, we want to keep those positions changing so that, or the people in that role changing, so that um, everyone gets the experience of being a leader and uh, everyone gains all the skills. So just being there and being in that role is going gonna, is gonna to help you to have those skills. And then we don't become dependent on any one person so that if someone's not there, we have other people that already know what to do and we, we get all the chores done. So you're looking at basically the maintenance, care, and upkeep. You want those roles to rotate throughout the year or a week yeah you would have a group of people that are interested in the barn mm-hmm. and the barn is going to be uh, there's going to be circus in there there's going to be the hayloft hamacostal it's going to be like you know what i call the dream theater um a place where people can go to do uh concerts and and festivals and all that kind of stuff so you'd have a group of people that would manage the barn and the, like the people who are maybe the painters or the gardeners, they don't need to know what, what what's happening in the barn. You know, I mean, it's not it's a, the, the, the gardeners are going to have their own circle of interest and they're going to stay updated on what's happening online. Uh, so, you know, they have their own Facebook group and they're making plans and and then they would need to coordinate their spearhead would need to coordinate with other people other groups but the thing is is that there's going to be so many different workshops and so many different activities happening at the farm that um, you really just need to stay updated on what your interest is you don't need to know what everyone else is doing and so that's that's the idea is that uh, we want to have as as much activity happening there as possible without overwhelming uh, anybody that like not one person has to know what you know what everything is happening you know so we don't have any control freaks or we don't have any people that uh, get burnt out. Okay. Now, you've mentioned the, the Hayloff, the Dream Theater, the barn, um, and you've mentioned the garden. Um, what other events and activities will take place over there? Well, I see it as a, as a center for entrepreneurship, and uh, there are other more technology-based uh, what are called incubators for entrepreneurship um, in St. John, Fredericton, Moncton that are more to develop websites and technology, you know, and this is more for uh, hands-on learning, for for gardening and for cooking food and for painting, I mean, music. Maybe we could have a sound recording studio there, teaching yoga workshops. So imagine you have this directory of, of skills and all these different people that if you, if you, you're hosting a wedding, 
people are going to come to us and they're going to say, we want to have our wedding at your farm. And we're going to say, these are all the different DJs that you could have. These are all the different, you know, uh, cooks, photographers. And so they, the person who's uh, hosting the wedding, they would pick from our, our directory of artists. And so this would be an opportunity if, if a person's a member of the, of the, of the farm that they would uh, maybe get some work out of it too, you know, um, that, that uh, we could have corporate events, we could have uh, families that are just coming on vacation, mm-hmm. and if they want to go rock climbing, then I could take them rock climbing or kayaking, or they could just uh, rent kayaks that are in the barn or backpacks or, you know, tents. Like, I already have a major stockpile of tents that I've picked up after festivals when people just are too wasted to clean up their mess after uh, Evolve or these other festivals, then uh, I'll go and clean up all the tents and uh, and we're going to have a barn full of uh, camping gear that they can then uh, borrow. Sounds like a nice vacation spot. Yeah, no, it's... It, it, you know, it's a place where people can go and maybe learn things that they wouldn't learn anywhere else or hang out with a bunch of really interesting people and just have time to, uh, to form relationships that, uh, that if you go to a, a bed and breakfast or something, you know, maybe you're not there to, to learn a lot. You're just there to relax, but here you'll probably meet a lot of really cool people and, uh, you'll go away with a whole bunch of new friends and new experiences and, and, uh, learn a bunch of stuff, and just grow the community that way. Cool. No, relationships are so important today, and it's a great place to make that happen. Um, so can you tell everyone what has been done so far, and what are the next steps? Well, the next steps is starting this crowdfunding. I've been asking friends to uh, give me a bio which d- explains who they are, uh, why they think the farm project is important, what they want to contribute, and what they want to learn. And so all those bios are going on uh, on our website so that when people can uh, do the crowdfunding, if they want to uh, buy a hammock made by a member, so the idea is that if the person, if a, if a person who wants to be a member doesn't have $1,500, mm-hmm. then someone could buy a hammock that they made and so they would basically order the hammock it would be $150 $50 pays for, for the materials mm-hmm. and the $100 goes to the person who's who's making the hammock to buy their farm share and uh, the person who receives the hammock also gets a voucher for five nights stay in the Hayloft Hammock Hostel so uh, it's a really good deal and I like the idea of if people were to uh, buy a hammock to give to somebody else, it's kind of like a win-win-win for everybody because the person who, like let's say an employer, a business, were to buy these for their employees, I, I call it uh, vac- your vacations in the bag. So the idea is that they get a hammock and then not only that, but the surprise gift is that they get five nights stay in the hammock hostel and by getting this hammock, they in fact have bought the farm, you know. So you not just buy the hammock, you're actually buying a farm and you're, you're providing a farm share for someone who's going to be a member of the farm. Mm-hmm. So it's just like so much good is coming from this one buying a hammock, which you would, you would pay $150 for sure. Anyway, if you were to buy a hammock like what we produce, what Hanging Hugs produces – it would cost you more than $150 if you buy it anywhere else anyway. So, uh, you know, hey, buy local and help us uh, create a community project that's going to be revolutionary. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. So really, I mean, this crowdfunding project is really important. And what we need right now are people to pledge that they are going to buy one of these $150 hammocks or go on the website once our crowdfunding is, is up and... And, uh, and buy a perk, which could be um, like Lindsay is creating the healer's perk. And so she's getting other other 
uh, massage therapists and and uh, Reiki practitioners and whatnot to create a basically like a spa weekend or a healing weekend where you can come and take workshops and and learn how to do these uh, different healing modalities. And so you would pay two hundred and fifty dollars for the weekend, which would include food and your stay at the at the farm, and uh, you would get. Uh, you get this amazing experience, but also at the same time, you're also buying the farm. So uh, that's that's what we really need right now is we need people to step up to uh, to uh, to take part by buying a farm uh, a farm share, um, which for a thousand five hundred dollars, um, or for one hundred fifty dollars getting a hammock. That's that's how we're doing it. So can you explain what the $1,500 will give versus the um, buying a hammock or any other membership fees that may... Can you explain those membership? Well, there's only a membership... There's 100 members. What we're looking for will be 100 members total. Okay. And uh, those people pay $1,500 each. So that gives them access to the farm. That That gives them... You know, entrance to the to, to the club, basically. Um, they they are all equal members. They are all we're all part of a collective that is making this happen. And I'm only going to have one share as well. And uh, you know, there's not anyone that's going to have any more power than anyone else. The idea of a co-op is that uh, everyone takes initiative to to make this what it's going to be. And I. I think you get out of it what you put into it. So if you if you didn't contribute to the garden, I don't think that you should be going in picking vegetables that you didn't, you know, plant, weed, etc. You know? So it's not a free for all. You know, it's not you don't have if there's food in the fridge and it's not your food, then you don't take it, you know. We'll be making meals and uh people will be uh will be hired as cooks and paid to be cooks and so we want we want to make money for the people who are who are uh, running the show but the the goal isn't to make money we just want to sustain ourselves so that this can continue and uh for people to live at the farm they need to be employed somehow and so whether that be hosting concerts or sewing hammocks or being a rock climbing guide or uh, creating children's programming or, you know, doing whatever needs to be done there, um, you know, this is an opportunity for people to, to work together and, uh, and be productive and create a new reality for themselves and others. So uh, $1,500 to have access to this amazing group of people, a beautiful farm, this is a, a steal. You know, my, my father, um, you know, bought my, my cottage property for like, uh, I don't remember exactly how much it was, but he, it was like $3,000, you know, for, to, to build our cottage. And now he's paying, you know, that much in tax each year, you know, on it. So, wow. you know, if anyone buys a timeshare in Florida or, you know, somewhere, they're probably going to pay, you know, a thousand dollars a year just to, you know, maintain it. You know, just well, more more than that. Yeah. Just to just to have this thing. So the way that I look at it, this is like a school. You know, and you're paying a thousand five hundred dollars for a lifetime tuition fee to this school. Mm-hmm. You go to school and you pay a thousand five hundred dollars. You're probably going to pay that for your books alone for a semester. You know, like I mean. This this is a on an alternative education system that also provides you with a place to stay when you need it, uh, food, clothes. You know you can come and make your own clothes, tools, a job if you know if you're creative. So you know it's it's this is an all inclusive thing. It's all about unity. It's all about like what what can't we do when we work together? You know I really believe that uh, that our strength and community is is in is in our our common unity our creativity as a group of people 
but our society as it is is uh, very you know individualistic everyone's living in their own little box and and if you can't pay your rent then you're screwed you know and uh, and so this is an opportunity to do things differently at Family Friends Farm that's great um, sounds cool yeah and, and also I'd like to say that next door is 38 acres so the farm is only 4 acres next door Wayne Ritchie who convinced me to come look at the farm in the first place he's got 38 acres and he's got 3 houses wow and he's just one guy and uh, he is interested in us having a tiny house village on his land and we could even buy his property once the farm is successful so this could become, you know, over 40 acres uh, with, with uh, four houses and, you know, a lot of people living and working there. So, you know, what we're really doing is founding a village and uh, in a way, you know, a little, little wet village on West Quaco Road, right? But we got to start with the farm and that the farm is the community center and we'll build out from there. Wow, tiny house village. Um, I don't know if there's anything like it anywhere else. There's there's one in St Andrews, I think. Um, so you said there's a hundred members. Those hundred members will pay the one thousand five hundred. But if anybody wants to be a member or get involved above the one hundred, the initial one hundred, how can they invo- get involved? Or especially if a person wants to get more involved. Um, who doesn't have the 1500 or do you want to do something else um, or even get involved at this very moment? How can the um, person do that? Well, yeah, it's, it's not about the money. I mean, the money's helpful, yeah. but why limit ourselves to think that we can't come up with 1500 Like, that's just a limiting belief, mm-hmm. right? Money is really just a symbol of of your will to make it work. If you want to make something work, you're going to do it. You're going to ask friends for support. You're going to get creative and you're going to do it. So, uh, you know, if people tell me they don't have the money, well, you don't have the money now, but make it happen. And if you're the kind of person who can't make $1,500 happen, then, well, I'm sorry, you know. But um, if you want to share what we're doing on Facebook, do it. If you want to talk to people about it, if you want to, you know, host an event or do something, then do it. Like it's an egalitarian project is all about not waiting for someone to tell you what to do. You got to get creative and you got to find your place in that, in that. So I'm, I'm interested in working with people who are creative, passionate people. And, um, so that's, 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 that's what I care about. And, and, and respectful, you know, like you just have to be there and be respectful and peaceful and, uh, and enjoy, you know, we're, we're here to enjoy the short time that we have on this planet. So, uh, why not do, do what you dream? Yes. Create your dreams. Um, yeah, no manifesting what you want. It's, all about that, right? So, um, what do you need right now for this project? Well, we need uh, $100,000, which we can create by making a 1,000 hammocks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, at earning $100 per hammock, that's not... That's not. That's a very doable task. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for, you know, companies and individuals who would, uh, who would buy these hammocks. Uh, you know, I think just getting the right people. If 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 this resonates with you, what I'm what I'm talking about right now resonates with you, then uh, then come and be a member. You know, well, if when we have a hundred members, we're set. You know, and what that means is is. Um, a hundred members is $150,000. So we would have, uh, $30,000 on top of the $120,000 to buy the farm, which would pay the expenses for the farm for three years. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, it's, this is a very doable thing. You know, it's not, this isn't a, 
a difficult task, I, I believe. It's about getting the right people, and uh, and those people will find a way to 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 get creative. No, it can happen, and it will happen. Um, so, who is helping you? Who are the people involved right now, and who is collaborating with you? Um, building the farm at this point sure well i mean the farm is already it's all there you know the barn the house everything's there peggy woosley is the uh is the treasurer her and wayne ritchie the next door neighbor and Lindsay, they're on the banking committee um matt hodge is uh is uh, the spearhead for the maintenance circle uh, Wes Jago is looking after the, the barn. So he's a, he's a musician in St. John and he wants to host concerts there. Um, I'm interested in circus and permaculture gardening. Um, Greg, uh, Daggett is also, uh, is also interested in, uh, looking after the gardens. Uh, Lindsay, she's, uh, she's, uh, in the healer, uh, circle, so she wants to wants to organize the different uh, healing activities there. Um, who else? Well, Kara Cole is a Saint, is a teacher in Saint John. Um, she she's just like a, like a a really wonderful person that I would like to get more students involved, so that she would bring her high school students there and. Uh, there's there's a handful of other people. Um, there's uh, my friend Hooman is a doctor from uh, in Burlington. He's already paid his farm share, but he's just someone who's wanting to create a, a communal project of his own and, and interest in supporting this. Um, there's also uh, a police officer in Washington uh, State that has paid his farm share, and there's um, Laura Marie. Uh, She's a cook, and uh, and uh, Josh, he's also like a you know welder, carpenter kind of guy, uh, rock climbing uh, friend of mine, and you know these folks, they see they see this in the long run. They see that this is going to be a lifelong project that they want to be involved with, and um, so even if they're not like right here in New Brunswick right now they see the benefit of this in the long run and, uh, and they want to be part of it. Uh, Johnny's in PEI. He's looking after our, um, our website and, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of different people. Um, and, and, uh, too, she's, uh, she's a Vietnamese woman that is, is an, uh, person who's been coming to New Brunswick as a, as an investor, she's starting a business here. She's also paid her farm share, and she's um, into marketing. And uh, so, yeah, there's there's a wide variety of people that uh, that are coming to this. You know that uh, that the, when we put all of our skills together, it it makes a very powerful team. I call it the dream team that we're all dreaming together, and uh, and so that's it. Like I, I don't have all the skills that it takes and I don't have the time to run a farm and nor would I want to be there by myself. I really want to share this with, uh, with, with my friends and, uh, and your friends, <laughs> you know, if, if they're good people, bring them, you know, and if they're, uh, if they're bad people, well, maybe bring them and, uh, they'll become good people. <laughs> You know, it's like yeah, they'll learn and grow, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not, uh, I'm not exclusive. It's just that we want the people who are, who are members to be really trustworthy, solid people that we can trust. You know, because we're giving them the keys to the place. You know, and uh, we just need to be able to trust each other. That's all, and that's what it's all about. When you trust each other, then it's not like you trust each other a little bit. You trust each other either fully or, or you don't, you yeah. know? And yeah. so, um, but anybody can join, right? Kids, adults, seniors. Yeah. And, and if you're like, if you're a couple, like, let's say, um, let's say Wes Jago, him and his wife, all he, 
if his wife isn't getting a membership or mm-hmm. Peggy Woosley, her husband's not getting a membership, they, as a couple, they're, they're sort of sharing the membership. Uh, you know, they get to come and enjoy it when their partner's there as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, they don't necessarily have a voting say or whatever, but uh, it's not about that. You know, it's just about actually creating a family atmosphere there at the farm. Cool. And uh, where can we get information um, about this? Um, uh, is the, the website is the website done? Uh, is there a Facebook page for Family of Friends Farm? Yeah, yeah. There's a fa- if you search Family of Friends Farm on Facebook, um, I'm posting, you know, lots of information about it uh, myself, um, and uh, others in the in the group. Uh, are encouraged to do so as well, so you might learn about it that way. But uh, we have a we have a group, so there, there's a difference between a Facebook page and a group, as you may know. And so the group is actually the people who are organizing things. So if you want to really understand the nuts and bolts of what's happening, mm-hmm. you know, and you want to have a say in what's happening, then you have to be part of the group. The page is really just. Uh, sort of the official information or posts or photos and videos of things that are happening there. But um, familyoffriends.farm is our webpage, and that has some information on it now, but it's just it's just uh, being developed now. Okay, so it's just starting out. Yeah, yeah. So mainly uh, if you go to Facebook, you'll you'll learn about what's going on there. Cool, nice. So we'll go... Uh on another end of uh, things, um, so you're the owner of uh, Hanging Hugs. Uh, you do have a hug factory here in Moncton um, on St. George Street. Um, how many years have you been doing this, and can you give an update of uh, what's currently going on here at the hug factory? Sure. Well, it's been about eight years that I've been sewing hammocks. It started as an aid project. I was going to Uganda uh teaching hammock making there and donating sewing machines and uh, I've been to Mexico several times teaching indigenous people and women's women's cooperatives how to make hammocks and to me I'm like a hammock missionary you know I mean I I I think more hammocks in the world the better you know like I said it's part of my art therapy practice is to uh, is to provide comfortable spaces for people to get in touch with themselves and and others and uh, be in nature, be comfortable in nature. So it's uh, it's a really booming business for me. I can't hardly keep up with orders. It's uh, the waiting list now is about a, a month long, so that uh, it's about a month from the time that I get your order to the time that I can complete it. Last night I got an order from a guy in BC, and he said he was leaving on a trip, and so I said, well. I'll do it right now, you know, and I just, as you came in today, I was just putting the webbing on the hammock, and after this interview, I'm going to make the bag and ship it off for him, so that's that's a less than 24-hour turnaround for for that particular person, so I try to make it happen for people that are, you know, if they're like, look, I really want to buy a hammock right now, I try to make it happen for them, but, uh, you know... Most of the time, I'm right now. I'm slammed with orders. I get a lot of orders, and uh, and uh, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a very good business. But uh, I want to grow. I want to grow and employ people. I want to have. Uh, I have probably twenty sewing machines, and we could have those twenty sewing machines going at the farm and employ people when they're not, you know cooking or farming that they could be sewing hammocks and making a, a good living doing that. And so uh, we could be selling those in stores and at festivals all over the world. And people could uh, make hammocks and then travel uh, with a, a backpack full of hammocks or a duffel bag full of hammocks to other countries. You want to go to Cuba and start a hammock project in Cuba? Take a backpack full of hammocks and sew them at a you know and sell them at a resort on the beach. That'll pay for your uh, your vacation, nice, you know. Yeah. Pay for your project. Like, it's unlimited. There's no limit to the amount of uh, hammocks that we can make. I mean, I think I, I like to say everyone deserves a hug, you know. So uh, 
Yeah. Lots of hammocks. More than hammocks, the better. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no, you do have great hammocks, and uh, you're right. Everybody needs a hug today. Where some people I find are we're too busy, and sometimes if you don't think of giving that hug, we're just like. Yeah, and yeah. Then, I mean, I, I mean, that's not. That's just like having time to be by yourself and giving yourself a hug. You know, some time just to like relax and you know love yourself, or to uh, to actually have a cuddle. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like you have to get in bed with someone to be intimate, you know, you can be intimate just by cuddling, you know, and just being wrapped up in someone's arms. So, uh, that's, 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 that's all part of it, you know? Yeah. And it's great for mental health as well. Mm -hmm, Exactly. So you do talking circles and, uh, I've heard you talk about your passions for talking circles and how you want a lot more from it. So can you explain what talking circles are and where can someone find one sure uh well you can create a talking circle (laughs) a talking circle really is uh you know all you need is uh three people to have a talking circle um could be a talking triangle (laughs) but uh basically in a talking circle only one person talks at a time and normally you have a talking stick and uh when you're holding the talking stick, you can say whatever you want. It doesn't there's no agenda. You just talk about whatever is on your heart or on your mind, or sing a song, or read a poem, or read a journal entry you wrote, or whatever it is. But basically, it, it it's a space of peace and respect. And what that looks like um, could be just a, a few people sitting in a park, or you know, in a living room, or anywhere where people are really listening to each other because the other part of the talking circle is the listening, you know, it's about creating collective consciousness. So if we're going to create a a society where we really understand each other and we really are not just tolerant, but, but have um, this uh, sense of consensus, consensus to me is about, education not legislation so it doesn't matter what the law is in the book if people don't actually believe it if they don't actually live it and consensus means that we we may not necessarily all agree on what it is that we're talking about but we all give space to try to understand each other you know we don't all have to have the same beliefs and viewpoint but at least can we try to understand each other can we make an effort instead of arguing about what i think is what's right Mm -hmm. and 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 so too often i think we try to put the law into the book and say this is the way it is this is the truth and there's many truths and i think everybody has a different truth so we just need a space for people to share their truth Mm -hmm. and so if every neighborhood had a place where people can go to sit in a circle and to share their truth or even to say hey i need a babysitter on tuesday night or i got these tools that i'm not using why don't we create a tool library or you know any project like that a place where people can go that's not like intimidating like city city hall or something where you have to go and ask permission of this you know small group of people who holds the power you know you know in a talking circle nobody holds any more power than anybody else if you have an idea, take the initiative to share it. Other people like it. You go from there, you know. And not everyone has to like it, but if some people like it, then you take a you, you make another circle off of that, you know. So it's like that subcommittee of people who think that your tool library is a good idea, you know. But you need to have space in a community where people can share those ideas. And right now we're doing that on online. We're doing it on Facebook, maybe in news groups or whatever. But we need more face-to-face. We need more eye contact. And uh, I think we'd find we'd have a lot more support and a lot less uh, you know, mental health issues if people had that person-to-person contact and weren't uh, you know, watching the news and all the... BS that comes with it, which, you know, is commercialism, which is, you know, the man, you know, telling us 
what they want us to hear through uh, a few media owners, you know, that are, you know, Viacom, Clear Channel, CBC, the Irvings who own all the newspapers, whatever, you know, the future is about social media. And the oldest form of social media is a campfire where people just sit around and share in a talking circle. So uh, I think we need to get back to that. Yeah, no, Internet is a powerful tool and technology, but uh, we do need balance using it. And when there's not enough face-to-face, it, is, it does have an impact on someone's life, for sure. Or community, definitely. No, you're right. Well, thank you very much, Corey, um, for sharing your dreams and ideas and um, um, this community project that's going on. Do you have any last words that you would like to share? Well, um, I don't know when you're going to publish this, but, uh, you know, I'm here sewing hammocks, uh, and those hammocks are funding Family Friends Farm, so if you want to, if you want to help promote the farm, uh, you can help promote Hanging Hugs, and, and, uh, it's all one and the same, really, you know, I mean, I'm trying to, uh, to create a, a cooperative business model that is going to is going to employ a lot of people. It's going to try to bring hands-on industry to New Brunswick, and uh, and uh, once we have this crowdfunding going, you can buy a hammock made by a person who's going to be a farm member and uh, support that person. You know, I'm not going to be making those hammocks. The members are. And so uh, I'm just looking to, to really create creative solutions, you know? Like, we, we need to have, we need to get creative and not, you know, blame the economy, you know, blame somebody else for why we are not living our dream, you know? If you want to live your dream, live your dream. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's, take ownership, right? Yeah, just don't blame anybody else. Get on it, mm-hmm. you know? And so... Uh, I appreciate the opportunity to to share my story here, and I hope that the people listening to this will will have their own talking circles and get their friends to uh, get get their friends together and create their own family of friends farm. You know, it's it's not about any one place. The revolution is about is about ideas, not egos. You know, it's not about putting any one person up to be the leader who we have to look to. It's about, you know, being the leader yourself, you know? So thanks for, uh, thanks for sharing my story. But, uh, I, I think that I could be just about anybody. I don't think I'm any smarter or stronger than anyone else. I've had the opportunity to, to travel and to hang out with some really cool people. And, and I really want to, to share that opportunity to meet other cool people and to travel, uh, through family and friends farm and through hanging hugs. So, Hopefully that uh, that what I can share with you is is a is a good example of what you know someone can do could be anybody. Cool. Well, thank you, Corey. I'm glad to have been here today, and thank you everyone for listening to the Barefoot Project. And stay tuned next time.